You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Friday morning live. I am your host, Farah Kambury. Uh, I am your host, a deep health practitioner, keynote speaker, and creator of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge, the professional's woman, no BS way of improving their health and also their family's health, actually, because if the woman can get her li- health and her life in control, there is a big chance of her family's life and health will be in control too. So this is why I love doing this show, because I know it doesn't impact just you, also impacts the rest of your family. Today, we're talking about depression and we're talking about nutrition and depression. So I always use my example, as you know. Um, why? Because it's real, isn't it? Real life scenario. So my, uh, when I was um, first diagnosed with a depression, postnatal depression, I was given the tablets, right? So if there's any doctors listening to this, I'd love to have your uh, view on why nobody ever actually mentioned about my lifestyle or how I was eating and how I was looking after myself. Why is that still not being mentioned? Because the research now shows there's a massive link between your gut, what you're putting in your gut, and your brain. I'm going to actually go through a little bit more detail with you in a second so you can actually see for yourself what I'm saying actually makes sense. So how do you fight depression naturally with nutrition? Can you eat your way to a better state of mind? Can you make certain changes that will help make changes with your diet that can actually help your depression? Okay, so... Depression increasingly common yet poorly understood. Poorly understood, isn't it? Felt intensely by the sufferer but often invisible to the outside world. And this uh, information I'm bringing to you from Precision Nutrition, their um, fantastic and writing infographics. And I that's the course I have done in nutrition. And they speak so much sense and logic and they never take sides. And this always is evidence-based and science-based. And hence, I love speaking uh, and referring to them. So studied studies have shown depression hasn't, it's not as clear as some of the other diseases that we suffer from or come across. So if you haven't suffered depression, with depression, you may not understand what I'm talking about. But if you have, if you have, and see if you some of the symptoms match what you feel, then you will. So I've struggled with depression a few times in my life. But like I said, most recently was uh, when I had the postnatal depression. So during my down periods, I tried everything waiting for it to pass. That was my big thing. Literally woke up the next morning thinking it's not going to be there today. It's going to go away. This feeling is going to go away. The sinking feeling where 
sun shining outside, but inside you are feeling like a massive dark cloud over you. That will go away. So I took the antidepressant. Important to my recovery, but not at times because it didn't do the job properly. And it made me numb to massive amounts of different feelings. You know, so there was no magic bullet that I could just take and get on with it. There wasn't. It was literally, it sucked. It literally sucked at every level that I know. Um, but never did I think about my food and how my mood was. And I know that that's, that's not me only. There's mess, lots of people that actually think like that. And I started exploring from there. What I did find, which did alleviate or elevated, let's say, my mood was my exercise. And then I realized what exercise did was it released this hormone called dopamine, which is, which is released in the gut, to be honest, not actually released in your brain. It's made in your gut. It's made of food you give it. So when that was released, I felt good. So I associated running with me at my healing. It actually was a process that was going through. And I know that I'm not alone. I know that if you've struggled with depression, you're not alone either. Depression affects more than 120 million people, by the way, worldwide, and making it into a leading cause of disability, according to the World Health Organization. In, in America, the problem is even more pronounced. Statistics vary a bit, but most data sources show that at least 6% of U US adults are depressed and 1 in 10 are in anti on antidepressants. I don't believe the figure in the UK is much different to that. But not everybody reveals a secret of sadness, do they? People don't want to come on here and tell me that they're depressed. Not easy to actually um, reveal. Not easy to admit to, to be honest. And depression isn't just a mind game. It actually stamps all over a body. The thing is, it's not just your mind that's suffering. Your body is suffering. Your behavior is suffering. Lots of things are suffering. So there was a study done on uh, high school seniors senior kids and um, children and um, they said the there's about I think 100 people were, were studied 23% of them couldn't sleep 36% couldn't remember things and then 30% felt overwhelmed so depression isn't just a mind thing that you're not feeling so good look at all the other symptoms that's happening so now if you can't sleep well what is going on is another symptom is arising another side effect of depression that's coming up and you you that's now starting to show up on your overall health so others other people feel really lost um sometimes it's too they eat too much or they eat too little or they are almost like literally drowning like short of breath that gasping for air feeling even if they're not calling themselves depressed or going to the doctor for treatment their bodies bear witness so what do, what do i mean by that so most people either get really, really thin and start seeing food as um, an, um, and not a way to heal, but uh, the opposite of that, the enemy. And other people find a massive amount of comfort in food and then get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight as a result, the result of being depressed. So depression is distressing, it's frustrating, it's, it's hard. It's one of the most uh, common diseases, but uncommonly and notoriously hard to treat. You see, some of the other diseases that we come across, which are very, very common, whether it be a heart disease or um, high cholesterol or high blood pressure, there is a very clear process in which you can treat it. But when it comes to depression, it's not straightforward. It's not simple. Hence, lots of people do a trial and error in their life. A third of the people, actually, the, the ones who take antidepressants, show no signs of any uh, improvement. They're called non-responders. Nothing actually happens with them. 
which is why sometimes you think whether the antidepressants actually work or is it a placebo effect. And some of them do feel much better, but still not great. It never makes you fully recovered from it. Like I've said to you this before, that if I have, if a bad situation is presented to me, I know those feelings and I can easily go back to them if I hadn't put things in place every single day to take me out of it. So if you are depressed, you already feel bad. On top of that, you feel like you are never getting better. Can you see that compound effect of not feeling so great can so easily add up? And that's what compound means. But major depression is different, though, by the way, to everyday bummer. So if you feel like, ah, don't feel so great, that's different to major depression. Everybody has bad days, okay? Even a string of bad days. You can have four or five bad days in a row. But major depression is like the color has gone out of the rainbow. Like you cannot find joy in anything you do. Like all oxygen has come out of air. It's, it's kind of extreme. Um, and if you're suffering from that, you would know what I'm talking about. Everything is just so much harder. Getting through the day is like pushing a thick tar. When you try to think or remember, it's like your brain is full of old rusty gears and it's unable to turn. Like you're literally pushing so hard. And that's how it feels. Like literally getting off of a sofa and making yourself a cup of tea is a massive task. Or going for a shower. So you, these are the signs when people stop taking showers because it requires an amount of movement, an amount of hormone to be released in your body to go and do that. A need that is substantial for you to go and do that. And if you don't want to do that, and days after days you don't have a shower because it feels so difficult just to get yourself up, I had that definitely. I don't want to have showers for many, many days. Your body feels really heavy, like you've put tons of weight on, even though you might not have. It just feels really heavy. It feels achy in an area that, why are they even sore? You're questioning yourself, like, why do I feel sore in these weird places? You feel hopeless. That hopelessness is bad. It feels like it's the end. It's never going to get better. The guilt, the worthiness, the worthlessness, the total helplessness. It's almost like your energy has gone into making you feel, making you cry and your energy has gone to make you more irritable. Nothing is interesting. You're sitting by a beautiful beach on the sunshine and you may not feel that you want to be around there. And um, so it takes complete joy out of your life. Apologies, my husband's touching my leg and I don't know why. Anyway, so this is one of the, these are the signs of real major depression. Nothing's interesting or fun or even stuff that you used to love. And that's, that's, that's one of the uh, things to look out for. So if I used to love going to the beach and at one, I very much remember a very clear day when we were in Spain and the boys were in the water, they were jumping around. I just looked at them and I thought, I cannot see why they're having so much fun. I can't see why I can't feel like that. I love the sunshine, love the water, yet both of those things are not making a connection for me, right? So these are the things. And before I was a, a, a water baby, really, and I love the water. So for me not to like water was a clear sign that I'd lost joy in life, okay? What about your appetite? What happens to that? It's out of whack. Perhaps you're either really, really hungry or completely the opposite and you just just too hard to even bother to chew your food even and think about what to have next and then there's the extreme cases when you just think what's the point you might think like this and then stop doing anything because you can't see the point of it 
like I said, depression literally sucks. So as do the side side effects of many medications used to treat depression. Many people, the drugs don't work for some, they may even make them worse. So what is the other way can you do this? If you're listening to this and you're saying, Farah's pointing out all the bad things so far, everything that sucks about depression, yes, I am. Because I need to take you back there first before talking to you about how can nutrition make you feel happier? Can it? Well, maybe it can. Mental health disorders are complex, so is the brain. But so are the foods we eat and the ways our body interact with those foods. So what happens when the food goes into your, your tummy? What actually happens? Why are we eating? So we need to supply blood to the rest of our body, right? Whatever you put in your body, in your tummy, that's where all the chemical processes are happening. And then the blood is flowing through your body, giving the uh, right nutrients, the right part of your body. So when it goes to the brain, it needs to do the same. What kind of nutrients is your brain getting from the food you're eating? That's my question to you. Now, does that make sense? That's why I like science, because this is science-backed, depression versus food. Science-backed. How is eating right going to boost your mental health? There are definitely possibilities. So your brain is greedy and needs a lot of energy to work properly and create neurotransmitters. These are the chemicals that send signals through nervous system. That's how we operate. But without enough energy, the right nutrients, your brain won't get what it needs. Literally, one study actually suggested that eating a lot of nutrient sparse, so lack of nutrient food, could up your chances of becoming depressed by 60%. That was one study that was done, by the way, okay? You have to do your own research and find out. But I very much can see this. Before I became depressed, I was not eating good food for months. Sugar laces and nachos was my food and I missed meals and I had Kellogg's K most days, just that, two or three bowls of it. No vegetables were going in my, no wonder the accumulation of my lack of uh, looking after myself resulted in um, depression. So there is a reason I believe, that's my belief in it, okay? You need to do your own research. But what I'm bringing you today is from world-renowned research sources, research sources, which is uh, Precision Nutrition. And they've put this article together, which is what I'm just going through with you guys. Now, 60%, if you are eating takeaways constantly, no vegetables are going in your body because you don't like them, but you haven't explored different ways of getting them in. If you don't like fruits, you're not having any of that. If you're not having any healthy fats, what do you think you're going to feel like? Not so good. So nutrition can fight inflammation. Why is inflammation important for brain? But chronic inflammation happens when your body turns on an immune response, then doesn't turn it off again. <laughs> the resulting damage and chemical stew linked to all manner of health problems, including cancer, heart disease, and neurogenerative degenerative disorders like Alzheimer's. So Nothing can get your gut health back on track like nutrition can. What you're putting in your gut, the GI tract, your your system, your inner, your tummy, your tummy, basically where the food is going. Lots of things are happening in there. You know that gut feeling that, yeah, that really does come from the gut, by the way. It's real. It's responsible for absorbing. Your gut is responsible for absorbing the nutrients into your organs, including the brain, which needs to function properly, and constraining harmful bacteria and other molecules that you don't get access to. um, You can't get access to the rest of the body. So to do this important, simple job, your gut relies on healthy intestinal cells and beneficial bacteria. If your gut microbiome, we've talked about microbiome before, if it's out of whack, it's out of whack if you're eating unhealthy foods. 
more off than healthy. If you're having 50-50, you're kind of sitting there. You're not going to be feeling great. You need to be 80% good, 80% healthy, 80% non-processed, 80% whole foods, vegetables, plant, plants, plants, small amount of protein, nuts and seeds. And if the problem develops via irritation or inflammation into a full-blown gut, so if you've been eating this food for not only just food, it's drink as well, it's alcohol as well as drugs, all of those things. If you are getting a full-blown gut, that's called a leaky gut. Have you heard of that leaky gut? Your brain could be in trouble because your gut and your brain is connected. So consider this, 60 liters of blood is going pumped into your brain every hour, right? Providing oxygen, removing waste products and delivering nutrients. But if it hasn't got any nutrients to deliver, what is it giving to your brain? And this is why, this is what I believe there's a huge link between your mood, your depression, the way you feel and the what you're eating and what you're putting in your body. Huge. If your blood is nutrient deficient or carrying junk that doesn't belong, it will interfere with your brain function, specifically its ability to create necessary neurotransmitters. Your ability to think, your ability to make decisions, your ability to continue to do things that you do to keep you happier in a, in a state that you can carry on. So really important to consider what is going with your gut, what is going on. And we can always, and now you might say, well, how do I create this gut? You simply start eating proper food. That's it. You don't need to go and come with detox, fasting. You don't need to do massive drastic things to do this, by the way. What you just need to do is reduce things to start off with. Don't give up completely because your body's not used to it because you're trying to develop a skill here. You're trying to develop a skill for longevity, not just for, not just for, you see weight loss now? Does it even, weight loss now? Seems a very small thing in a huge ocean of mindset and depression. So nutrition feeds your microbiome. Nutrition may promote your neuroplasticity. So what can you do? So rather than going into exactly what foods you should be eating uh, and into detail, I just think try and small things for one at a time. What we need to do is if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling low mood, notice and start writing down what are you eating for the day and how you felt that day. I really encourage you to do that. Many of my clients have told me when they've gone on to the health, eating healthier with me, after a few weeks, when they then eat something which isn't uh, which they used to eat, which was their daily foods, like the crisp, like the uh, cakes or um, any f junk food that they were eating, when they introduce it back into their life, they said they felt yucky. That these are their words. I don't. I didn't feel great. I didn't sleep right. I felt yucky. Yeah. There we go. That's their words. You can't. A, a general a person can't describe what yuckiness is. Yuckiness to me means not feeling so good. The direct result of them having something which they haven't had for a few weeks. But how would they know that? It's because they're getting coaching by me. What you can do at home is to write down what are you eating for the day? And that's part of what they do, by the way. Write down how you're feeling. So notice, it's called notice and name. How are you feeling out of 10? One to 10. What did you eat? Any symptoms that you may notice? Bloating maybe? Why do I feel like that? write it down. This will provide a starting point for observing what foods and other lifestyle factors might ease or exaggerate your depression. Writing works. There's a scientific evidence behind anything you write sticks. Eat whole foods. Find fresh foods that don't eat. So if you're depressed right now and you're like, you must be kidding. If you think I'm going to go chopping vegetables, I get that. 
I don't want to chop vegetables. I want to eat boxed food. But that isn't going to help. The cereals isn't, are not going to help. What we need to do, though, go for chopped ones. Get delivery done to the house. If you don't want to go out, I didn't used to want to go out. Open up your, um, do an online delivery. Get some chopped vegetables. Get some salad. I don't normally advise this, but when you are, it depends where you started from. If you're not having any vegetables. You don't feel like you want to chop. You don't feel like you want to shop. You don't feel like you want to eat then start making life a little bit easier by bringing in things that may be half ready, i.e. fresh fruits, pre-cut vegetables, pre-bagged salads, even if you start to have a bit more fruit and replace it with some of the, I don't know, crisps or bar of chocolates that you're having, you're going to start to feel better. Get them delivered, either a grocery delivery or healthy meal delivery. There's a healthy meal delivery now, an option that you may not know how to cook, but you can't be bothered to cook. Not because you, you're lazy, because you feel you don't feel in the mood, because you're depressed. It's okay. Get a delivery to your house. Make your life a little bit easier. And if you have a friend or family support network, someone's willing to help you to shop or maybe even cook, then that's amazing. And I bet you there's somebody in your life right now that's more than happy to make those foods for you. Avoid or limit the depression-promoting stuff. What am I talking about here? Alcohol, caffeine, and sugar. And processed food, four things that actually promote depression, promoting that they, they promote depression actually. Why? Because when you when you get sugar in your body, what does it do? It may numb your pain to start off with when you've just had a bar of chocolate to distract you from a while, but then it makes you feel worse emotionally and physically, especially because it worsens your inflammation. Inflammation responsible for how your brain is functioning. We don't want inflammation. We want to bring the inflammation down. Bars of chocolate are going to worse the inflammation, possibly. Processed food, exactly the same. Um, it's got preservatives in it, processed food. It has to, because how else do you think it's on the shelf for days? I literally looked at bread this morning. I fancied a piece of toast. And it's from 21st off and, um, September. It's in, still in our fridge. I don't, don't ask me why, because no one's having the bread in the house. It's, like, it's the, end of the end of the bread. And it's got, um, it's at 21st, and it's still fine to eat. How is that possible? That's what makes you question, is this good food for me? Probably not. Caffeine brings you up, brings you up, then knocks you down. And it may be worsen anxiety and insomnia. If you struggle to sleep, cut coffee out of your food completely. Again, if you're having five cups a day, get it down to four, then to three, then to two, one. I always promote a step-by-step -step change and not drastic, all and nothing change because you might go back to it. And alcohol is a nervous system depressant, so not very helpful. You're feeling depressed, I'll come away from alcohol. The thing is, you're feeling depressed, you go more towards alcohol, don't you? You're like, well, this will numb the pain for a while. But for a long, for the next day, it's a disaster. For day after, it's a disaster. If you're an antidepressant, it's a disaster. It really is. Uh, and some people report gluten worsen symptoms. So another thing to check is, are you, do your symptoms of depression get worse when you have gluten? Are you bred? Have a look. How would you know? By writing it down. So avoid gluten foods for a week or so and observe. And nurture your gut. How do you nurture your gut? How do you keep your bacteria healthy and happy? Well, eat yogurt and fermented foods. Kimchi, pickles, drink kombucha. Try these raw. Um, they have live bacteria. You've got yogurts that actually say live bacteria on it. Just make sure the sugars are down. Sometimes the sugars are so high, they actually eradicates all the benefits of the live bacteria in your yogurt so make sure that you don't do that and also you could what i will suggest is um, take a prebiotic or probiotic supplement 
I have it every day. That will keep your gut healthy and happy. It's from Holland and Barrett. They're little white capsules. Um, they might come in different color, by the way, the ones I have. And then sip on something like bone broth. You can make some long simmering stock with chicken. Simply put bones in a pot, cold water, simmer for about 24 hours and results in um, what it does. It contains glycine, which helps with wound healing, including your gut. If your gut is wounded, you can't see it, can you? Can you see a leaky gut? No, the symptoms on the outside, bloating after having fish and chips. My mum reports often she doesn't feel good. My ex-husband the other day told me he had fish bites from the shop, the local shop, and he didn't feel good. In fact, he had to go to the toilet and didn't feel great afterwards. Choose meat and dairy that's antibiotic and hormone-free, possibly. That's going organic if you can. Go smaller if you can't go organic. Go free range and go for butchers if you can. Be selective when taking antibiotics. Don't go happy on antibiotics. I always say to people, when you're having what antibiotics do to heal you, your whatever is going on with you, whether you've got a sore throat or you've got um, some kind of skin condition. If you take antibiotics, it kills your gut bacteria. If you have to take them, build your belly bacteria back up through fermented foods and probiotics if you have to take them. So don't just pop these pills in because doctors give them out really super easy. And I know, I know that the antibiotics can save lives at times, but be selective with it. Can you do without it? Do you really need to take it? Is there another alternative? And limit refined sugars and grains, which can make your gut problem worse. And then supplement with caution, you know, supplements such as fish oil, supplements, a great one to have um, a vitamin D, a multi, good quality vitamin, a multivitamin is a good one to have, making sure vitamin D is definitely in your body. We do not have enough vitamin D at all. And then look at the bigger picture. Get outside in the sunlight. If there isn't sunshine, doesn't matter. You can still go out and be out in the fresh air. I always say this because the reason depression is associated with darkness, by the way, does it not feel worse? Because I used to remember as the evening used to draw, my symptoms get worse. I wanted to cry. I wanted to hurry up and get the morning, come back, the morning to come back. Anxiety heightened because of the darkness. So it's really important to not be suffering with this on your own and ask for help. So getting out in sunlight, getting sunshine, sunlight, uh, and then asking for help. This could be a doctor. It could be a therapist. It could be close, supportive friends and family, a fitness trainer like myself, uh, a nutritionist like myself, because the my job isn't just to make sure that you lose weight. Lose the, the gain of the weight gain is one symptom you're showing. It could be that you've been suffering from other things as well. Highly, highly likely if you put weight on, your mood is low. Uh, move. Depression is immobilizing. So do your best to act against the force by moving your body, whatever you can do. I don't know, 10 minutes of dance, like I said, a walk with a friend, something, take some action and express yourself. Expressing yourself in a journal format every single day or any time that you feel pretty shitty, get your journal out, write down. And when I say journal, it's not a fancy word, by the way, it's just a book, your book, your notebook from your kid's school bag that they haven't used last year. Use that. Just keep it in your drawer. You don't want everybody seeing your feelings in there either. Draw, write, talk about what you're feeling howl at the moon, smash a punch bag if you've got one, whatever you want to do, just don't keep it in. It's keeping it in. It's like having a bottle of Pepsi and shaking it, shaking it, shaking it. What happens when you open the lid? Yes, you know exactly. So depression is difficult. I know that because I've been there. But building your personal toolbox for help, um, helpful actions, 
is incredibly, incredibly empowering. So build your toolbox. What is my toolbox look like? Some kind of a daily movement, journaling every single day, eating three meals with a balance of carbs portions, with balance of healthy fats and protein. I'm doing everything that I can in my power to change my mood. These are positive steps and they will add up and have a compound effect over time. Bit by bit, things can get a whole lot better. Alternative is you take antidepressant and you think it's working. But after a while, probably isn't a placebo effect. Then what? What do you do after that? So you're only doing the antidepressants, but actually all your life, the rest of it is still processed food, still junk food, no vegetables going into your body. The sleep is disrupted. You never go out for a walk. You don't move your body. You don't look after your gut. Then you are just prolonging what's already there, not trying to come out of the, the hole as such. So hope that has been helpful. We talked uh, about this yesterday in my uh, 30 day, the October challenge that I'm running. And I know that uh, Ragna, you had asked for me to speak about this today. Ragna asked to read this particular article. So I'm going to pop this article in there as well for you so you can read it. But I hope this has been helpful for you to see where you're at right now and to how you can move forward if you are suffering from depression, if you are suffering from low mood and reach out. Okay, if this resonates with you today and you want some help, reach out. There is help available. Reaching out means you've started to take some action. Thank you so much for being with me on this Friday morning. It's the end of the week, guys. What are your plans for the Friday morning? Uh, I will see you on Monday now. I know I don't actually do a live. I like to take a complete weekend off and I will see. But these will be coming out in podcast format next week. And I will see you on Monday morning with a brand new topic. If there's something you want me to talk about, let me know in the comment below and I will come back to you. Thanks for the thumbs up. Thanks for being with me this morning. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Be blessed. Be safe. And don't forget, put the right foods in your body and move if you can. Hey, everybody. This is Far again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.